Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your dungeon master, Luke, and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, the level 5 human fighter. Jeff, I play Gage, level 5 human wizard. I'm Peter, and I'm playing Spigs tonight, the level 5 dwarf artificer. As opposed to other knights, where you play other characters? No, other other knights, he plays a beautiful woman called... <laughs> Penelope. Peter! That's nice. Penelope. Uh, like I'm P- Travis, Peter? Peter's a female name. The people's favourite, uh, Little Moss, a level five half orc. That is not. We have not had a survey. Well, he has. He did win the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award, so that's because he just wanted to get covered in green slime. <laughs> yeah, usually also the only entry. <laughs> 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 All right, um, I was going to make a joke about Travis being loved, loved being covered, loves being covered in slimes of various colours, but I thought I shouldn't make it, but I already have technically have kind of have all right so um i would like all of you boys you gooey slimy nickelodeon watching boys to roll me a d20 to recount what happened previously on beyond the dice 12 16 also 12 uh, uh, fell on the floor <laughs> hold on Come back to us, Trav. Uh, little Moss 5. Then it's Little Moss. Yeah! What happened previously, Travis? I don't know. I've never paid enough attention to do this. Um, <laughs> so, we got a job. And the job was to break into Dark Haven, the bookie. And because... Did Thundergunk lose a bet or something? Is he trapped in there? Yeah, no, he called you. It's not he's, really a job. He's a hostage. <laughs> he's a hostage and he's like, I, I, come and help me. I can't lose my money or my life. Please help. Ah, yeah, so we thought we'd come and help. And Jeff had a whole bunch of... Not Jeff. Um, <laughs> Gage had a bunch of um, misguided uh, attempts at getting in the, in the back door. Um, you know. <laughs> Like a normal Friday night. Uh, and he... And, like, dudes just popped out of nowhere. And, like, a big guy sitting on the back of a truck was, was out there. He was, he was yeah. massive. And he was just like, I was just driving past. Carry on, gentlemen. And then we all just came in the front door and started kicking in heads. Oh, um, yeah. I would say a little Moss more effectively than anyone else. Oh, what a waste lie. Just what about all the robots that couldn't see you? That was pretty that cool. You, could also, all, you couldn't even hit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, yeah. you maybe hit someone twice. You've, you've never heard of the subtle art of shadow boxing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you try to punch something, but you hit a shadow next to it. I haven't seen it either. That hits right in the soul. <laughs> yeah, so that's what happened. Yeah. But we ended with Cortain charging into the next room where... He was confronted by uh, three three boneheads and a hobgoblin with all of this tech all over his body. And they are holding hostages in these private rooms where people make... Yeah, they basically put money on various illegal activities around the city. Uh, there was so, also a, not even a half-orc, an orc of the... Um, the eye, bro- 
Nah, yeah, what, he was, was a bone, boneheads. No, 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 but the, one of the hostages. Brax? Yeah, the Edict of Ire. Yep, he was in there, and he's, um, he's, two of his people got sassy with the boneheads, and one of them got shot in the face. Yeah, uh, I, I will admit that that made Cortain happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, where we will begin tonight's or today's episode is in that room. And I'll just quickly describe the scene. So, we have this room. The walls are a charcoal grey. The carpet is a thick black carpet. There are these small booths that are 10 foot by 10 foot sort of uh, along the western and southern walls of this square room. And on the far eastern wall, there is also one more booth. In the northeastern part of this square room, there is an airlock that um, sort of blocks off people before they go into more of the high security areas and there is a big sign in the airlock that says through to loading dock and vault. Now, in this room, Cortain is charging in slow motion with his bastard sword gripped to hand, the blade glowing a hot amber red, a bonehead in front of him pointing his weapons forward, a hobgoblin with teal skin purple mohawk, a red cybernetic jaw that looks very, very similar to the bonehead helmets. He has got a cyclopsian cybernetic ocular implant and a navy trench coat that has been cut to be the size of a normal jacket. He's hunching quite a lot and you can see these six canisters that are sticking out of his, um, out of his jacket at his back. And there are all these lights and sort of energy pulsing inside these canisters. Sick. Is he like... He's not like one of those um, terrorist bombers, is he? Mm, Maybe. We don't know. So he reaches his hand forward and he's got cybernetic arms and they look really um, sort of thrown together and mismatched. They start to arc electricity up, both of them. And he points him towards Cortain as he's charging in. Crouton, prepare to die! <laughs> and so what I will get everyone to do is to roll another initiative. Cortain, eight. Oh, so close to a 20. Gage, 16 again. Little Moss, six. Since when did you have... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Little Moss is Russian? He is today. It's the first time you had a voice. <laughs> I haven't found my character voice yet. I haven't had enough episodes to find it. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the wrong character. Oh, oh shit. D&D characters. It's actually 21. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, first off, as Cortain is running in. I was already attacked at the end of it last It will be. The... Last session, yeah. Yeah, the Hobgoblin, like shot some lightning towards you but he okay. didn't hit any damage he sort of scorched the wall 
Okay, I had marked down the I I took damage, I think. Well, you guys were fighting last um, episode. Yeah, I, I was not. I was not hit except for the um, the lightning that he did. Oh, well then, yes, he has attacked you. Then he didn't just hit okay. the wall. I believe, unless the recording says otherwise. But the only damage I've taken was uh was some lightning damage. Let's go, and he it's going to be the bonehead right in front of Cortain. So what happens is I he pulls up his submachine gun, uh, and he's going to just from 10 feet away pull it up to his helmet and just pull the trigger he's going to fire at you that sucks and that is going to be 21 versus AC that is a miss son alright it just bounces into your shield or your armor and flings off into the wall yeah it does and seeing that he backs up and he yells Come any closer, and I'll shoot the hostages. And next, it will be Spig's oh. turn. It's actually pretty smart. I didn't see that uh, coming. Spig's will move up. Didn't think of that. 15 feet of movement. <laughs> How fast 15 feet? Is that like three squares? <laughs> oh, no. It's going to take a long two, time. Three. He can use his action. Can you right. run and do two. Spig's is activating dash, which will give dash double, mode. Double the speed. And he runs. He runs so far away. <laughs> Good. Runs through night and, and day. it seems to be a whole distance of a normal person's legs. movement. Like if you if you were to see like you know a normal person running or even walking, because if he's running, it would, robotic they would meet chicken legs, same speed. All <laughs> right, and next is the orc. Bonehead, and he's bigger than the others. You can see Regular through legs. his um his cut off sleeves. He's got big orcish arms, uh, and he point pointing his submachine gun. He uh, oh no, this guy doesn't have a submachine gun. He has got a an assault rifle. He points that up, and he yells out, "Nobody move!" Like he said, we'll start shooting every single one of these little bitches right here. And he uh, points a gun at the crowd. He doesn't take his action yet. Oh, okay. That's, that's ominous. Next is Gage. Okay, so oh. Gage, um, he makes... Um, can he... Uh, is there a fire suppressant system in this building? In this part of like the computer that he's still connected to? Uh, you are in the archive room, uh, which has a bunch of... Uh, basically large filing cabinets across the south wall and the western wall and in the center there are these um, sort of like wheelie counter things with all of these um, basically tablets in them are there like uh, up on the roof can I see if there's like sprinklers sprinklers yeah there are certainly sprinklers I wonder if it'd be enough to like throw them off maybe not it's like like Gage is thinking there might be enough to like throw them off so that he can like distract them so that but our actions are still ready nah nah sorry screw that okay Gage is gonna run is or is gonna go up the um corridor as well um one he's gonna also dash so 5 10 15 20 25 30 
35, 40, 45, 50. I think he's got a speed of 25. No, 35 feet. So, well, he'll make it to the doorway and stop. Uh, and that's his turn. All right. So Gage runs down this narrow yep. corridor to oh. the very end. Oh, and he says, um, like, where were you? We, we had this robot. Are you talking to, you talking to Corbin? <laughs> you know, you could have helped us. Yep. <laughs> you see Cortain through the door and just past Cortain, you see a bonehead with his red skull-like helmet, the black eyes, and his red sort of letterman jacket hoodie holding a submachine gun, pointing it in Cortain's direction. Uh, Gage holds up his hands. Hold, so no pistol? Uh, he's holding his pistol up. Uh, no, I, he... Uh, he had, it, shot anything yeah he, he tried to shoot um the oh the robot drones, and, the yeah, drones. Okay. yeah yeah yep. he holds his pistol up in the air all right so like putting his hand in the air the, his pistol is like hanging from his his thumb next is the hobgoblin mage pointing his hands up again all of his fingers stretching out towards Cortain. He says, Don't you dare move! If you move any closer, I will burst the heads and eyeballs of every piece of shit in here! <laughs> and he lifts his hand up in the air, touching his, his right hand in the air, touching his elbow, and there's this shockwave of purple energy that runs from his arm all through his body. And you see, like, these, um, almost looks like, if you've, if everyone, anyone's played the Mass Effect series, the, um, you know how there's the, I can't remember the name of it, it's been such a long time, but the... Yeah, yeah, biotics. You know that, like, um, that energy shit that goes over their hand? It's like that, but it covers all these parts over his body, um, and it looks like armoured plating. And he simply pulls out this twisted looking like dagger basically a long knife and he points it towards um the closest to him which is it is a uh, a, a young lady she looks quite well to do she's dressed quite well um she has a little cybernetic implants on the side of her face um and they, they seem of good quality. Next, we will have the Goblin Bonehead. And he will grab a hostage. He picks up one of the Edict of Ire guys. And he says, Yeah, don't even move. If you move, I'm going to blow your brains out, you piece of shit. Uh, that's what we're calling them, yeah, boss, pieces of shit. And he looks to the hobgoblin, and the hobgoblin just like slowly shakes his head, not even looking at the goblin. And he, um, he's the goblin says, This, these streets, Darkhaven, they're gonna be ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boss, that's right, yeah, they're gonna be ours, yeah. And that's all he does. Next, we have Cortain. What are you doing, sir? So, currently, there is one hostage being held. He's an Edict of Eye member, so to be honest, I would not give a shit if he dies um the orc is he's 
he is just pointing his gun at who do, do I do I know this this person this this lady uh, the closest person to him is um is is a lady he's pointing the assault rifle at the group who are in the center of the room where there have, where there is Brax the edict of IR half orc guy um one other edict of IR gentleman and a few other randoms and also thundergunk Thundergun kind of in the middle. Like, has he got enough bodies around him? Um, I would say he is closer to the Hobgoblin. Oh, the Hobgoblin who said he was going to yeah, blow his brains out. What I'll do... Well... I might just put... Yeah. <laughs> no, that can't be... I was going to put a Luigi where he was. <laughs> I'm going to use another little token. Let's just make this as... And just to update... Just to update everyone... Our listeners. Thundergunk, if um, you don't remember, is basically the contractor. He gets all of our mercs their jobs, and he's um, he's been pretty forthcoming. He's never ripped them off, and he's just a pretty good guy. Cortain's known him for years. I have known him for years. He's a good friend. Well, good acquaintance. <laughs> is it how... Would Cortain think it's likely that if I attack, he is going to get killed? Or well, he's basically the first in range for whatever this hobgoblin has in his up his sleeve, I should say. It's like I thought it was—I thought it was a crap name originally, and it's still a crap name. I could think about what I would do. But Cortain, he doesn't—he doesn't think very well. <laughs> Cortain is charging in. All right. He is going to charge at the closest. At the closest uh, bonehead. Yep, right there. And he will he will attack. He'll attack this nub. Roll your attack, sir. And you're attacking with your bastard sword? Yes, I am. One that or is two a handed? Sev- one-handed, because I have the shield now. Ah, yes, yes. That is a 17 versus AC. And that... Ooh, it meets it, it beats it. Woo! Okay, and now I will attack, sir. Okay, that is 13 slashing damage and 3 fire damage. 13 slashing and... And 3 fire. Just describe how this guy is dead. So he he was the one who shot, who shot at me, like point blank range. Yep. I just moved towards him and and just with disgust just slid his his throat. Alright. I'm going to quickly make him red there we go you slash your sword slicing just beneath his helmet a spray of blood arcs up in the air like a sprinkler <laughs> spraying all over uh, Cortain the front of his armor and the body falls to the ground I will then continue my move because I at level 5 can do 2 attacks per action yes just uh, let me quickly do this yep do, do the reactions yep um, no no it, I will I'm just going to place uh, what's a good colour let's do that one alright can you guys see that purple square oh okay that, oh. Pur- that purple square there is in the centre of this room is the group of um, hostages Mo- yep. Moving through them is uh, basically classed as difficult terrain, and I would like a probably a dexterity saving throw 
to see if you trip on them or not because they're all like cable tied up like their legs and hands are all cable tied up okay well then I I'm not going to go through them because they're probably just going to slow me down and, and I don't want to trample Thundercunt the others I don't really care about yep I will move pa- um past, past the door past the door yep so that I yep so I will kill this bonehead and then simply move past him to the to the wizard as All you right. call him yep the mage so I am I am right next to this this crazy mohawked hobgoblin yep and I will attack him alright oh that is a 27 verse AC that is definitely going to hit yeah you're really concerned if you're like it meets it it beats it Okay, that is 10 slashing damage and 4 fire damage. All right. He you, he like lifts his arm up to block it and you slash a big chunk of the basically the augment out and it falls to the ground and rattles a little arc of lightning shoots off of it and dissipates. Mm. Um, and then you see like the searing red hot metal on his arm and he snarls at you. You'll pay for that. Well, Thankfully, Cortain's turn is not done because, as a fighter, I do believe I can use a free action. Yep. Once per once between uh, between rests. So I'm going to use that to attack again, which means I attack twice. And I don't really like this guy, so I'm going to attack this mage twice. All right. Where was, where was that robot? Now, we should go back and like keep fighting it and missing. <laughs> oh, out there. Yeah, out there. <laughs> I think, I think Cortain's got this down pat. <laughs> Jeff, I, I've got some bad news for you. The other robot is crushed under a table. That's right, we got it. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Now I killed it. So, I will I will attack this guy yep. with my sword. Uh, 21 versus AC. Uh, that'll hit. Do you want me to roll the other attack to see if that hits and then roll the damage or one at a time? Um, roll the damage for that one. Okay, that is 12 slashing damage and 5 fire damage. Alright, cool. You slash up his chest and you see like there's some augments on his chest as his um, t-shirt sort of rips apart and you do see bits of like his teal hobgoblin flesh bleeding um, and searing from your weapon attack. Nice. Seeing that, I am I'm encouraged to attack again. Alright. That is a 20 verse AC. Alright, this time... Wait, how, how many times can you attack? I can attack twice per action, and as a fighter I can once per day basically get a free action. Which means in a turn I can attack four times. This time he lifts up his other arm and the shield thing blocks your attack. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, that's Cortain's turn. I, I, did, I did my best. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just annoyed because your best is is flailing against a hover drone that can't see Um, and... <laughs> hold on one second. I think he can use this. Yes, okay. Um, can you please make a dexterity saving throw? It's quite doubtful in the armor I have, but I will try. Yes, 
Now, do you make... Is that with disadvantage on... I believe it is, I believe it is with disadvantage, yeah. All right. Because you're basically oh, well. wearing a Hulkbuster suit almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I... With disadvantage, it wasn't bad. I got an 11. 11. Yeah. Okay. It's not the worst on disadvantage. <laughs> Please? Uh, <laughs> that is Please? a... Sorry, that is a fail. That's alright. Um, and you will take... If I can get to it here... You take uh, 17 fire oh. damage. Oh, fire damage, you say? That's exactly what I wanted, because yep. my armor is flame resistant. All right. <clears throat> nice. Okay, so, so I take half, half of that half rounding. Yes, half of that rounding. I... <laughs> As you miss that last attack, and you put... Well, not misses it, but he blocks that last attack. He flings his arms out in anger, and a burst of flame just yeah, basically echoes from him, hitting you, and um, I think it's just one target, isn't it? Yeah, just basically just bursting forward, hitting you in the chest. Your armor steams a little bit, and it has a slight red, like hot glow to it, but then that dissipates quickly as steam shoots out of parts on your um, on your armor. It's absorbed the heat and pushed some of it back out. I simply say in a cold voice of a killer, you will die by my blade, cyborg scum. Alright. And next is going to be Little Moss. Okay, I can only move as far as just behind Gage. So can you move yes. me up? So I I I'm breathing heavily from having smashed that drone with the table. I burst through the door and I run up the thing. I push past um, chicken legs <laughs> and then I, I was like, get out of the way! And then I slam into to, to Gage and press him up against the door because I couldn't arrest my own <laughs> momentum. That's like me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, and is that double running? Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Speak should just make a hole in the wall, like, and just yeah, burst, and burst through. <laughs> it's taking too long to get down this. Like the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. Uh, next no, is. It's only activated when they have to say, "Oh yeah, oh yeah," and then Speaks can burst in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bloody Mary. They have to say, "Oh yeah," three times in a mirror, and then you yeah. burst through the wall. <laughs> All right, it's big right. step now. How far was fifteen feet? Three squares. All right, so yep. Spigs is going to continue to run. One, two, three, four, five. Squish. <laughs> We're all just round up against the door. Uh, he basically catches <laughs> up to the other group of guys, Little Moss and Gage, and Spigs. Like, it doesn't, it looks like he's like puffing, but it's mainly the, the slow legs. He's like, try, he's trying to, he's trying to All run right. really hard, but it's exhausted him as well. You, are you, are you just a natural sprinter instead? When, oh yeah, when, when, you know, back in the day when Spigs, you know, had all his uh, body parts, he was, he had some like gold medals for like running in one of the, one of the games. It was pretty fast. Fortunately. Thank you. 
Thank very you. dangerous over short distances. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I was trying to find. I was going to go there if you didn't. Okay, so um, basically it is Gage's turn. No, it's not. Sorry, it's the Orc's turn. And what he is going to do is um, he's going to first off point his rifle at Cortain and he says, Boss, duck! And the Hobgoblin ducks down a bit and he this, this guy is going to shoot his assault rifle at Cortain. You can try. You can certainly try. Oh, well, I'm not rolling two dice here, am I? Oof. Uh, that's a 24 versus AC. Oh, that just hits. Like it meets it, it beats it? No, no, no. like it got it got one over. Okay, and that is... Oh, I lied. <laughs> You're like, I'm too strong for that shit. I eat the bullets. <laughs> that is 10 ballistic damage from uh, the assault rifle. I do believe this OP armor that I bought also gives me resistance against ballistic damage. Yes. Nice. Um, and great. he uses multi-attack. He points it to the crowd and he shoots someone else. Because um, he realized his attack was, was just flaccid and weak. Now, he doesn't really know that Thundergunk knows you guys because Thundergunk's keeping his head down. So I'm going to roll... Uh, where are we looking at? Let's roll a d8. Okay, it's the person to the left of Thundergunk, and he's firing at them, Uh, and he rolls a crit on them. This guy's basically a quote-unquote minion, so it's just like a (laughs) a, just a random dark havian, half-elf gentleman with a brush, a brush mustache, and a leather jacket, and the orc just fucking shoots him in the face and kills him. So not part of the uh, edict. Nope. Just a rando. Oh. That's a bit unfortunate. But the glibness of human or elven life. It's like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Next is Gage. Okay, so this is this is like Gage sees like this innocent guy getting taken out, and um, like he just he he comes in and he just screw- and he's holding his pistol in his hand. He goes no, and he runs in. And then um, grabs his uh, grabs his pistol. Like right, he was he was thinking about how he could intricately challenge this wizard to a wizard duel or something like that. But then he just sees this guy um, kill like an innocent person. Yep. Um, I'm gonna use sharpshooter feet, which means I take a negative five to the attack roll, um, but a plus ten to damage. Oof, nice. Um, also worth mentioning, my ranged weapons ignore half cover and three quarters cover. Yep. Um, also, and then... So, yeah, Gage is a really, really good shot with the yeah. gun. <laughs> yeah, but I keep forgetting this. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. So, you got magic, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a sword. <laughs> yeah. You know, why would he use his gun, which he's trained to do? Instead, <laughs> he'll use a sword he has no idea how to use and drops all the time. Anyway. <laughs> so... Because the sword um, is fucking cool, dude. It's a katana. Yeah. So, I'm going to um, shoot... It is a very cool katana. Um, I'm going to shoot the pistol... Um, and I'm going to use two hero dice as well. Oh. Yep. Nice. Um. 
<laughs> I rolled I rolled on my hero dice I rolled a three and a two and then on my um, d20 I rolled a two so Gage just comes in and starts shooting wildly <laughs> remember but well, just remember it's when like a seven when you're doing hero dice you can always you can choose to do it after your roll but before I tell you if it hits or misses I agree but in this moment Gage like, doesn't Gage yeah this is he's just, just gonna pop ahead yeah Okay. One, two, three, and then actually, and can he get any closer? For if he moves behind Cortain. Um, how far can he move again? I just said it. Thirty-five feet, I think. Yeah. So that's seven. Can I move here? Six, four, five, six, seven. Because moving through the people will take double. Right. Okay, wait. It's, one. it's like two movements. Oh, yeah. Well, I was trying to move around, like, throughout, through Cortain. But I suppose he would be a big guy. So, wait. So, it was one, two, three. Yeah, you won't be able to move past Cortain. Four, five. Okay, so he'll go there in where right. the people are. Okay, you basically step among... You're standing amidst some people. Yep. All right. Trying to, trying to push through them. Yeah. Okie days. And it is now the mage's turn, this techno mage that's standing there. Um Cool. He throws his arms up in the air and then like it looks like he's pulling down like a like a bar in like the gym, like that sort of motion. Pulling it down. As he does so in his the little chambers and pipes so that are sort of like and cylinders sticking out of these big bulky arms he's got. Um, you see this blue energy and bursting from them, centering on basically himself and a 20 foot radius. You could, you could, if you right click him, you can yeah. go to the settings. Yeah, okay. Oops. <laughs> Oh, actually, that's right. Yep. Cool. Um, everybody in here must make a dexterity saving throw. Is there any negative or any reaction I can do from him casting a spell adjacent to me? Because um... there is for ranged. Like, they get disadvantaged, do they not? Yes, I believe... Do you get an op attack? Maybe. I think I might, but I don't want to. I don't want to say for certain without checking. I can. I've got the player's handbook right next to me. I can check that. Yeah, if you could. Which basically, if he does, he'll move. He will. Um, oh, he can't really do anything. He'll get an op attack anyway. I guess. Exactly. Yes. Take that. Take that, silly wizard. <laughs> oh, actually. So, you can make an opportunity attack when a hostile creature that you can see moves out of your reach. You, it, you, it doesn't actually apply the ranged thing anymore in 5e. Uh, no, ranged attacks in close combat. Aiming a ranged attack is more difficult when a foe is next to you. When you make a ranged attack with a weapon, spell, or other means, you have disadvantage on the attack roll. If you're within five feet of a hostile creature, you can see you isn't incapacitated. Okay, yeah. but, but he but just casts this, and you make. I know a that, is, that is yeah. that is then the thing. He he's not making a spell. 
He's not, but that, but that's that's under ranged attacks, as in that spell is a ranged attack spell. I'm not sure what it would be for AOE spells. Mm. Um, were you gonna say? I just uh, quickly searched and found fifth edition. Does casting lightning bolt in melee provoke an op attack? Uh, but the lightning bolt is a has a target this has a this is an area yeah, of effect exactly yeah i don't i don't think it does actually yeah and and i don't think it i don't think it does anyway like it only it's it's specifically only when they're moving out of your reach in 5e not when they're making a range attack they just do disadvantage yep yeah, but, yeah, but, but, which doesn't they, apply they're making everyone else make checks it doesn't doesn't affect it huh? Basically, as he as this does this, this almost like this cold whirlwind spins out of his body, and these massive shards of ice start pounding into you and into the ground from basically nowhere. You see them basically just appear and slam into the ground as well as spinning in this spiral. So everyone in the room, besides him and his friends, because he has a special little ability, what a jerk, um, does dexterity saving throw. Makes it oh, <clears throat> disadvantage seventeen. Oh, sorry, I'm rolling it now. Thirteen. All right. Uh, who made what? What? Thirteen. Gage and thirteen. Cor- and Cortain seventeen. Yes. Okay. That is. That's a pass for Cortain. But Gage. Uh, that's not so much a pass. And it was. Okay, 16 cold damage and 12 bludgeoning damage. Do you have, do you have okay. bludgeoning resistance? Cool. cool. I should have done it like that in the first place. I'm just being a bad DM. No, no, no. All good, all good. <clears throat> all good. Uh, and I think that may be his turn. Let's see. Yep, that's that's uh, his turn there. And the whole, that whole area is um, difficult terrain now as well. I have to make rolls for each of the people. I did not do that. Okay. Now I'm going to roll for each of the hostages. Uh, This is for hostage one. Okay, fail. This is going to be for hostage two. Uh, Pass. This is for thunder gunk. Pass. Hostage. Four and five. I'll pass. Uh, and fail, fail. Okay. Oh, actually, can I? So Brax, it doesn't hit Brax. Sorry, does it? Oh, sorry, okay. It basically, it kills one of the edict guys. It kills that woman. The ice side, ice charge just pepper them. Um, and it kills some other, another random Darkhavian, uh, and another half-orc who's like, oh, and, it, and he gets stabbed in the face by a big piece of ice. Wow. You guys are being really irresponsible. Well, I can't hear you back in that hallway. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that is the end of his turn, and it is now... The goblin, brownhead goblin, and he pushes the his addictive guy to the ground, and he is going to fire his 
shotgun. Uh, no, sorry, not his shotgun. He's goblin. He has the submachine gun. He's going to fire at Gage. And that, my friends, will be a 15. So he pulls up this little submachine gun and he turns it on the side like a gangster, one-handed, and fires it. Gage pops his shield. Alright. Um, 15 AC. Yeah. Uh, so Gage pops his shield. Uh, two little things pop up and hexagons like all of a sudden appear in front of his in front of him where the bullets were going to hit and it doesn't hit him. Because it pluses your AC, Plus your AC up by to 5. Yeah. Right? Is it? Yep. Yeah. Correct. Cool. And the goblin will make his multi-attack and he will fire um, into the crowd. And I roll a d4 this time. Yikes. All right. Is that the same one as before? That, that shot into the crowd before? No. Okay. Um, he's gonna. He's shooting thunder gunk. Okay. Mm, that's a hit. Fucking please don't kill thunder gunk. I like him. I'm saying this to myself. <laughs> Oof. That's not very nice. Okay. Eight damage to thunder gunk as he gets shot in the shoulder and the neck, and he like yells out in pain, and he looks to you guys. And he's like, what the fuck? Guys, <laughs> you were supposed to help me. Now get me shot. Gosh darn it. Um, and after that, it is Cortain's turn. Excellent. Um, like, were those, were those like his last words before he reached up to the sky and then just then just collapsed? No, he's not dead yet. Okay. Okay, cool. Not dead yet. I like how you... How you um, <laughs> I'm, feeling, yeah. I'm feeling much better. <laughs> So I will take one more swing at the uh, at the hobgoblin techno mage in front of me. Yep. It's an abomination. Because he's a techno mage, not because of his race. <laughs> Just making sure. So I will roll my attack. That is a 26 verse AC. Alright, that is going to hit. Alright. Boom. Shield. Nothing else. Shield. Damn this. This man. I mean, this hobgoblin. 26. Oh, okay. All right, well, uh, Cortain. Cortain starts getting angry then. Because when things don't go his way, he gets petulant like a child. <laughs> so he is going to... A he's child gonna his... in a fucking mega suit. <laughs> in power yeah, armor. That's, that's exactly what he is. Yeah. I will attack again. Well, Cortain will attack again. Yep. That is a 24 versus AC. Um, nope. Because no. it's, um, because it's the, until the start of his next turn. Until the start of his next turn. That is, that is very unfortunate for me. I mean, for Cortain. Um, <laughs> against the triggering attack, you take no damage from magic missiles. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh fuck, that's my next turn gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then that's uh, that's Cortain's turn. He is just hammering into this into this guy. And he's like, um, the hobgoblin's got his arm up and the shield over it, like that plated um, holographic shield. And it's like every time, it's like blue. Every time you hit it, it goes like red and then goes back blue. And he's like slamming down into the ground, and you can see beneath his feet, like the the. Um, the, you can just see like the, the impact into the ground. The start every time of his slam. next turn. 
Well, he's gonna run out of spell slots before I run out of out of life. So we'll just keep going. Alright. Cortain's turn. Uh it's Little Moss. Yes. Okay. So I bust into the door. Boof. Yeah. And then <laughs> you you as you walk in walk through the door. Yeah. The, there's this nice, really thick, plushy black carpet and the, this, these charcoal walls with these nice lights on them that are now sort of flickering. There's a fucking snowstorm in here and the ground is covered in big chunks of shards of ice. Um, it looks out of place. You think you have a nice pun? No, no, I'm wondering how <laughs> Moss would respond to this. He what walks nice in. Pun. Hold on, hold on. He walks in and says, Ice to meet you. <laughs> you guys need to cool off. Everybody chill. Um, <laughs> yes, no, yes. Freeze like, in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and other such puns from what I'm going to say is one of the best Batman films ever made. It's fucking genius. That it's so good. Um, Alright, so Boss is sensorily overwhelmed to the point where he starts to like hit at the snow with his hands and then like drops to the ground and like starts commando crawling in <laughs> okay and um, which means you move at half speed uh, yeah. and, then, and then you're moving through difficult terrain as well yeah yeah so I'm gonna start crawling towards the biggest baddest motherfucker in the room Cortain so Thanks, Punch him in the no tank. No, I'm going to go around him and go for the big guy. All right, you're going to cry, try and crawl through the people? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ben, can you help me work this out? He's crawling, he's prone, and he's moving through difficult terrain into more difficult terrain. <laughs> what is what is all... Does this difficult terrain stack or not? <laughs> oh, man, that is... Oh, just, just, just move him on square. Yeah. That's, that's probably easier. <laughs> all right, you can punch Gage, Thunder Gunk, or yourself. At this you point. hurt yourself in confusion. Yeah. If you punch Thundergunk and he dies, <laughs> I I um I draw my knees up under myself and I start gently rocking. <laughs> really? No, he's like, no. He's I'm just... like, it's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the cold. I don't like the cold. Um, yeah, that's what I do. All right. Um, it is Spig's turn. All right. So now it's Spig's turn. To he's bust. still in that hallway. Bust through the door with his 15 movement. He crawls. <laughs> he gets down his hands and knees and crawls like little moss. Drags his chicken legs along through the door. <laughs> now what's he do? He goes, what? I'm here, guys. What's what's going on? You see Cortain just screaming and slamming his sword continuously into a, into a magical barrier. From here, you basically can't shoot any of the enemies. Okay, there's a private room blocking my line of sight, and I can see my friend. The hostages aren't like prone on the ground. Yeah, but uh, if you see where Spigs is, it like cut. It goes like he can't see oh, through yeah, the yeah, walls. Okay, okay. Yeah. so it's it's not that he can't see over any hostages. It's no. just there are walls in the way. Okay, yeah, cool. here there's a wall in his way. He can't see. Because it. tip for those at home, if you're a hostage, best be down. Yeah, get down. Because, like, yes. Cortain's sword is going to go stray maybe yeah, once I'm just, in the fight. Yeah, I'm just going to spin to win. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> laughed at me when I was huddled on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just want to be safe. <laughs> I just want to be safe from Cortain. Spigs would then charge forward behind his group of friends. 
All right. So he's going to double move. Yeah. And it's it's classed as difficult terrain in that blue area. So just keep that in mind. So every square is... There's a blue two. area? Yeah. Can you guys see it? No. Yes. Yeah. There's a purple like a, square. It's a purple square. There's no blue square. No, no, no. It's oh. Purple. It's like... Yeah. Like, it's, like it's close enough. It's a no, no. Oh, no. No. Can't see a blue square. Can you see the big blue, blue aura? No. No. Yes. Ah, why not? Oh, I can see it. I the big, cannot see that. The big circle? Nope. No. Okay, I'm gonna make it a different color. How big can is you it? see? Can you see a big red circle? Nope. No. What is what is this for the listeners at home? What do you, what are you doing? What, is this the ice? Yeah, this is the snowstorm. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, uh, basically. Oh fuck, I'm gonna have to see. Oh, roll 20, what the fuck are you guys doing? As, what... Sorry, as Spigs enter the room, he goes, Oh, sweet Christmas. <laughs> I just made a big yellow one. Can you see that? Nope. Hold on, let me. Nope. Okay. It might. The auras might just be for you, Luke. Is? Which is not stupid, I reckon. Ooh, oh no. <gasps> Do you see that? Oh, I can dicks. see three friends trying to grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a euphemism for a penis and balls. <laughs> that's watch out the snowstorm's about to come out oh that is disgusting <laughs> you are a menace sir a menace like the spider-man uh, while we're talking about stuff that's probably her oh, like can it's i gonna, is it possible it's gonna get for, cut it's gonna get cut i can see that square is there it possible go. for gauge to move one square down without triggering an op attack or that will trigger an op attack no, you can move on. Um, you can move on to Thunder Gun Square. As long as you don't move out of range of the person, that's what triggers the update. Yeah, basically that area there, Spigs. If you can see it, the big blue square. Yeah, yeah, I see. That, that is difficult terrain. So when you move through each square, it's two squares. Yeah. So, so you, can you move that far? Nope. Okay. So I entered. I entered. Oh, hold on. I need to get back to movement. Basically, this I whole was in room. There, let's and, just then, say that. and then I could probably move to like there. As a rock. Cool, cool. This whole room is difficult to rain now. <laughs> yeah. Just right. watch out for that green cactus. Yes, the big stinky green cactus boy. There's no cactus there. Travis drew a penis. Yeah, I know. For everyone at home. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> he just used green. Uh, next is the bonehead orc, and he's going to seeing um little moss run in, he's going to fire at him uh once, and if I can find my other d20, twice, because he's multi-attack. He rolls a what? He rolls two ones, like a fucking champ. This guy basically sees Little Moss running, he fires his weapon, Little Moss crouches down and crawls through, and his bullets just hit the wall, and he's like, huh? Uh, next is Gage. Okay, um, Gage sees, oh, he's... Okay, Gage sees, like, kind of sees the situation, um, and it's pretty, it's not, it's not great. He, there's this hostages dying everywhere, um, he can't even get to the other guy, he's gonna get through this warlock first to get to the guy he really wants to kill. So he's gonna, he's gonna move here, um, uh, which doesn't trigger an up attack, is that right? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, you're still within. Cool. So. And he's going to turn to the warlock. Yep, so you're just moving to the to the past the warlock, but not away from the warlock? Correct. Because, yeah, Correct. just for people who are listening. Yes, and he's going to attack the warlock, um, because he seems 
pretty bad. Now, are you guys calling him a warlock just because he's a hobgoblin and he's bad and usually... I've only been calling him a cyborg scum and a technomage. Yeah, uh, click, click him and put his name underneath. <laughs> there is. I don't know why you guys can't see ah, this. That sucks. Yeah, I can't see it. I can't see his name. Okay. Yeah. Just, you guys so might have to refresh or something because I've got like everyone's names up on there. I can't see anyone. I can only see there. Gage's name under himself. Can't see anyone else's. Gage is going to cast um, Witch Bolt. Um, Witch Witch Bolt. Witch ah. Bolt. <laughs> Peter did that joke last time. <laughs> I don't even remember. That's how lame it was. Classic. Classic joke. Okay. Um, how many hero dice do we get per level? Five plus half your level, sir. Okay. So I'm just gonna do. All right, I'm gonna do the same roll I did before, and I'm gonna do a level three witch bolt. Okay, so I'm guessing um, 17 is a miss. It is a miss. Okay, so nothing else happens. He doesn't do anything else if it's a um, miss. All right. Okay. That sucks. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's, that's all he can do. Okay, it is the mage's turn. And... Oh, actually, he grabs... In his other hand, he grabs his uh, baton. Alright. Hobgoblin goes... You guys are pretty tough. Fuck you. You cut me up. You killed my best friend over there, Darren. He's gone. And now... Now I'm gone. And... He starts laughing. He like slams his cybernetic hand into his chest and he just blinks out of existence with this purple energy and in the airlock this this um you can see through the glass panels of the airlock you can see the hobgoblin teleports inside of it. He smiles. Um I should be here. He smiles at you, Coltain, on the other side of the glass, and he grabs this big wheel thing and he cranks it over like uh, clockwise um, and then he flees he goes one pushes open a door and he disappears through it did he just do like a whole like like Batman hey look over there and he like sneaks away no he just like basically teleported through a glass wall yeah I don't I don't know um, people could teleport that is Nah, he, he distracted. He distracted, right? He's concerned. There's no teleportation. It's probably maybe the first time any of you have seen that. Gotta learn that spell. Um, and his compatriots, who's one of their turns is next, the goblin, he's like, Boss! Boss, you can't just leave us. These guys are gonna kill us. Oh, man, this is... This is really shitty. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he puts his hands up. <laughs> and that's all he does. Gage's it's turn. Cortain's turn. <laughs> Cortain's turn? Yep. That is not the person's turn he wanted. Um, is Cortain it? is just going to charge. He's going to charge that, that little hobgoblin and, and the orc that's left. Okay, so you're going to charge to the orc and then... To yeah, to so the, I, the, the orc is closest and I don't need to move through the hostages or the... Um, you know, the distractions, <laughs> as I call them. You're just gonna move through him once he's dead? Yeah, for sure. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna murder this guy. Like I'm not even gonna stop. I really just wanna kill this goblin. But I want all them all to die. So right. I'm just gonna yell, I think. Cortana's beyond words. He 
he thinks that just a primal rage is a, pr a primal yell is what is what will bring him peace. So yep. he will just charge at this guy with his with his shield with his shield in front of him, and he will attack. Oh man, I'm rolling so well tonight. It's great. Twenty-seven versus AC. That is definitely a hit. Oh, man. Makes up for the, all those ones I got in the subway. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that is 10, 10 slashing damage and nine for high damage. Oh. He is gripping on for dear life. Panting. Blood just like sloshes from one of the arms that you sliced off the assault rifle falling to the ground. He falls to one knee, but he's not dead. He's not dead? Not yet. Not yet. I will... Cortain, Cortain in his helmet smiles a little bit. This has all been a bit too easy. So he will move past this this hob, uh, this orc. In um, so he will he will simply move past, and now he's with range of the of the little goblin, and the goblin he wants to die. Yep. All right. For all your attacks there. That was. <laughs> <laughs> a crit. <laughs> oh, oh no, this poor goblin. Okay. Poor goblin. Well, like roll, he might roll. be financially poor, and that might be why he's <laughs> he's taking up a life of crime. He's also poor in spirit. So <laughs> and soon to be poor in health points. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that is sixteen slashing damage and eleven fire damage. Okay, let me just, um, we're gonna do a little bit of roleplay for this. Yes. Okay, Cortain is too, too furious and blood crazed right now to, to, to listen to this whimpering. He will simply just keep bringing the sword down. He's like, no, please, mister, no, 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 look, look, I'll, I'll tell you everything, I'll tell you everything, ah! With, with blood and viscerals just spluttering everywhere. Alright. When you pull the sword free from the ground, the carpet has been basically peeled away from your slashes. Mm -hmm. And all that you basically see left left besides a pile of ready goop is um, half of the skull helmet. Um, but there is nothing distinguishable beyond that. Okay. That's good. That's good. Anything else? Or is that your turn done? Uh, that is my turn done. Little Moss. I simply turn back to stare at the... The opinion. orc. Little Moss, is your turn, sir. Okay. Um, is it the snowstorm is still raging? Um, I believe. Let's see. No. It's gone. It sort of starts to... It's settling. And all of those ice shards are just, like, vibrating and disappearing out of his existence. But the... the like slashes in the carpet and the holes in the ground are still there. And the dead people. I stand up with my palms facing upwards and small flecks of snow on my hands and I look at them. Um, I brush them off my hands and then yep. I, I'm hoping to run around the thunder gunk um, on his, yep, like that, and then go down and punch that 
lobster in the face. <laughs> the orc. You oh. run down the through the center of the room, past all the hostages, and make your attack, sir. Oh, 11 versus AC. Um, that's going to miss because you slide a little in his blood and you're drunk and staggering. You, you swing a punch and he like, he droops his head down saying, that was my favorite arm. And did you want to make another attack? Can you do that yet? Uh, yes, I can. All right. Oh, 12 versus AC. That is also going to miss. Well, very good. I slip over in the viscera. (laughs) (laughs) You fall on your butt. Uh, And next will be Spigs. Spigs. I'm not sure if he had uh, re-armed the Thumbify Cannon, but he says, Say hello to my little Thumbify Cannon. And he loads up and fires down. At the orc? Yep. Nice. But he loaded in non-lethal rounds. Alright. That's uh, 18 on the dice. Plus, you know, modifier. Which is a number. It's going to hit. Yeah! I can tell you that already. And then... I don't know what that dice symbol is. Oh, it's a one. That's terrible. Uh, that is ten. Oh, you want me? I probably have to like, split up the damage because it's small thingy things. Let me just tell you, you don't really need to right now because he has one HP. All right, so, so Cortain left him with than... one HP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it does more than one HP of damage. All right, so you shoot this syringe-like bullet, slams into his chest. He looks down at it. And he's like, oh my. And he collapses backwards and uh, you see his head resting on his arm like a pillow. His severed arm. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky. All right. Uh, That's all. Basically, all of these boys are gone. Good job, everyone. Group effort. Okay, now all the hostages that are alive, including Brax. Well, Brax stands up and he's like, Hmm, it seems that we keep running into each other. This time, I'm quite thankful. How, how far away from Cortain is, is, is Brax? Um, he is... He's, ne- uh, he, he's, in, he's in striking distance. I will simply spin and cut his throat. Whoa! Alright. Could Gage stop that? You can. If you if you want to, you would have to make um Cortain roll your attack. Okay. Nat Nat 18, so is that is a that is a twenty is twenty-eight. Okay, well Gage is gonna pop his shield. It does doesn't actually does that does that work? It's gonna be a twenty-eight. Yep, that well then that hits Gage because he gets in the way. So as as you swing your bastard sword down to hit Brax, you just see like this. It's it's like in animes and movies where somebody just like slides right into the way his trench coat flicking out 
and like sort of flapping at the, in, in, with the speed that he's moved across and you strike him. Um, he's holding his, what are you holding your arm out, your sword, you're just putting your body forward. How, how, do you, how does Gage step out in front of this attack? Um, Gage like, hold, like holds up his baton and tries to deflect the sword with his baton. That is nine slashing damage and seven fire damage. Okay, so Gage is out. As you, as Coltane, you slash down, cutting through the baton, you slash Gage across his chest. He falls backwards. Brax catches him, and Brax says, What the fuck are you doing? What's with this maniac? As he, he calls out towards Spigs and Little Moss, and that's where we'll leave it. Oh, Nice. Oh. 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 Cortain is a loose cannon. Well, luckily, Thundergunk is safe. Unless Cortain decides to chop him in half, too. I'm Crux, the interdimensional demon bard, and I'll be seeing you next time, traveler. And so, the outro goes. Thank you for downloading the show, our listeners. Thank you for uh, sharing this with a friend. Um, thank you for telling anybody that you can who likes D&D about Beyond the Dice, this podcast you're listening to right now, because it'll help us very much. And um, thank you so very much for not buying all the Kransky today. Like I went down to Coles, there was still some Kransky left and I know it's because of our listeners. You are such beautiful and generous people that you didn't buy them all because you knew that I wanted some tonight. So thank you. You know, uh, there was a great part of this episode where Little Boss put on a great accent, possibly one of the best actors of all time. If you would like that to be his main voice, you should jump on our website www.beyondthedice.com and maybe send us a message, leave a message there if you can. You're going to crowdfund it. great. <laughs> so we can't do that, but you can message us on Instagram uh, at Beyond the Dice. Our website doesn't take any comments or feedback in any way, uh, but there are many social medias that the other guys will talk about in one second. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, I farted when I laughed. <laughs> it was little. It was a little one. So, Ben, where's that other social media platform where you can communicate with us? So, the other one is is Facebook, of course. So, you can get any news, but who are we kidding? You just want to go there and tell us that Little Moss should have a Russian accent for the rest of the, for the, rest of the series. And that is at facebook.com forward slash BDT... <laughs> B... Forward slash... B T D P O D. Beyond the dice. This is the oh. best outro ever. No, it's not that. Okay, well, like, it's the letters B T D P O D. Okay, okay. If you have some time, you should give us a review wherever you download our podcast. That would help to reach more peoples and to grow our listener base. In Russia. Yes. No. Perfect. <laughs> nah. All right. Podcast over. <laughs> See ya. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.